Hello and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk About Movies, the podcast where we talk about films. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. I'm another host, Liam. And this time out, we are here to talk about... Yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat then. Cut it off at the good bit, I can't believe you. <laughs> I'm not sure how much we can do without potentially getting sued. I don't, I don't think even that. <laughs> but, Probably not, no. I mean, but, if New Line I mean, if someone then, wants to sue us... Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, come at me for all I've got, because it's not a lot. I'll <laughs> <laughs> you now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of sick of that. As much as I love it, yeah, in anticipation for this film because I've been really excited for it. I have had that as my ringtone, so every morning at quarter past seven, I wake up to bong noise, and they're like din din din, and they're just like, "What the fuck is that?" Every morning, it's like, "Turn that shit off." And even I hate it now because it means I've got to wake up. Have you got to the good bit in it yet? No. Any morning? No. <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm karate chopping my phone away, just like fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> So, no, I, I have not, to say the least. Um, having said that, that is from the 1995 film, and we didn't watch that one. Well, we didn't. Well, I did. So, Aaron was dedicated this week. Did the background info. Yes, yeah. I, I just, I didn't have time, and I just, I couldn't bother. I, I, knew, I knew it was like, I didn't need to see it. Yeah, I suppose it had been a while for me, and I wanted to sort of, uh, to sort of go back onto that. So uh, the notes, my sort of brief notes on the original one, it was made for 18 million, which obviously isn't a lot now. Um, I think it's... It sounds like a lot back then, though. Yeah, I think it's sort of the equivalent of a film being made for like 50 million now. So it's sort of like a a mid-range kind of blockbustery type thing. Um, But that's about half of what this one was made for, just to kind of put it in, in context, shall we say. This one yeah. was like a hundred million budget. Um, I don't think the original is terrible. Uh, the acting's terrible. The dialogue's terrible, and the special effects are terrible. And the fighting, for the most part, if I remember, is not. It wasn't great. And terrible. Yeah. Um, I think the, the in the original, the plot seemed more interesting than the fighting, which is definitely the wrong way around in a combat <laughs> yeah. film. Like nobody's going into that thinking it's going to be Shakespeare, are they? <laughs> mean you never know <laughs> i've got a good idea yeah maybe that's where they got the the k from in combat it's like mistranslated shakespeare back in the day so yeah that was the original one uh they made a sequel to that which was Even annihilation worse. yeah um i i didn't i'm not gonna be honest i didn't put myself through that apparently that was because originally it was meant to be a three film deal um, and the second one was that bad, they just decided not to bother with the third. So uh, there's sort of a, a funny story, like a long story about how it then goes from one company to another, and there's bankruptcies involved, it sort of gets shelved for a long time, the whole property. And then there was a guy uh, in sort of about 10 years ago called uh, Tevin Tancharone, I'm going to say. More than I would have guessed. Yeah. He made a short film 
called Mortal Kombat Rebirth. And that was like his sort of pitch to say, look at me, I can do a Mortal Kombat film to like uh, Warner Brothers. And that sort of then he was supposed to do that. And it got kind of half shelved a little bit. And he ended up just doing a mini series on like YouTube or whatever. Yeah, it got put to a web series, didn't it? Yeah. That, that got, even that got two seasons, though, I think. Yeah, I think it did because he just, he did it. And then he did like a second season whilst he was waiting for them to sort out whether he was going to do this film or not. Mm. And it sort of never came to pass anyway. And then eventually they were where James Wan of Insidious and The Conjuring and the Saw films gets involved, and he agrees to produce it from there on. And that's kind of where this version gets the ball rolling. He doesn't end up directing it. It's directed by a guy called uh, Simon McQuaid, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's his first film. I don't know if you could tell. (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to say it. Tad harsh. Uh, I mean... I was so excited for this film. Like, I'm not, I used to love the old Mortal Kombat games, but I've not been a fan of the newer ones. I downloaded 10 recently because it was on Game Pass. I'm like, I'm not, I can't do combos. I'm like, I'm not very good at this. So I'm just, yeah. I'm not, not into fighting games don't seem as like fast paced as they used to. Or maybe I was just better at button mashing back in I the day. I think that's probably, but, you could get away with it more in back in the day. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But I've got, I've still got a little bit of like, that's my old like PC. Whoever like built it for for my dad, like installed like Mortal Kombat four or something, which I think is one that's absolutely hated by most Mortal Kombat fans. But it was like the only game I could play on my PC, and I fucking loved it. So I've got I've got like I mean obviously the, the even earlier ones. I've I've got a bit of nostalgia for it. And I remember the first film because we were like, what when did that come out? Ninety ninety five. Ninety five. So I'll probably see it when I was like seven a couple of years later. So I've got like these these memories of, of nostalgia of Mortal Kombat. So I've been so excited for this, knowing full well that it's probably not going to be very good. But I feel like I just needed some dumb in my life. It just looked like dumb fun, and it is dumb. All your uh, disaster films that you've been watching. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to put this out here. People have said about this this podcast that or they've asked whether are we ever going to review something that we like. I mean, we will eventually. <laughs> When they start making good films, I'll, I'll, we'll start reviewing them. Yeah, and, but what I will say is that our review scores don't necessarily mean, and hopefully we've, I think we've been pretty clear when we said if we've liked something, but our review is a reflection of, is it good? Like, you can like something and it still be not that good. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think I think Greenland, we gave it I I think we like both three and quite a half for cool. what it was. yeah. We both quite like Greenland. It's not good, capital G, good. Yeah. But it's all right. It's, you know, and that was the first episode. So we've been on a downward slope since then, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, regardless, regardless of what we think, I don't want this to sway your reviewing reviews of, of this film, Aaron, but people are fucking loving it. Um, some people are, yes, yeah. Five stars for sure. The movie is absolutely fantastic. Watched it 10 times already and had lots of fun. This was two days ago. When did the film come out? Friday? Uh, something like that, yeah. So you've been in, in like two days. and one day, he's watched it 10 times. Yeah, that's impressive. Are we just going through other people's reviews? Because I've got one here. 
uh, possibly the best video game movie ever, but that goes to Detective Pikachu. The story managed to both make me feel satisfied as an MK fan with the lore and references all there and make it super digestible for casual moviegoers to understand. I'm going to the spoilery bits. Five stars uh, out of five. What about two and a half stars? None of these movies have ever explained why they spell combat with a K. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. He's not wrong. Um, I I swear they they did. We'll come to it. My history with this is I vaguely remember playing it back in the day, but I, I off the offhand I couldn't remember like what I had played, what I hadn't played, when when I'd stopped playing them, because I haven't played one in God knows how long. And so I sort of went through like a bunch of videos on YouTube and sort of realised, I don't think I've played one since like three. Yeah. Um, and then since then, there's been like eight games and they've introduced hundreds more characters in them. Yeah, it's like Smash Brothers roster now. Yeah. So I was like sitting there watching it going, I mean, I basically remember there being like a handful of characters and a good three or four of them were basically the same character, just in different colours. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, oh, it's slightly different movesets, but it's the same model, just different yeah. colours. And then there's Lizard. Oh, yeah, Reptile. That was it. it was the green one. I think there was a red one as well in there at some point. Yeah, there was. Oh, shit. Can't yeah. remember. I um, But, yeah. I'm the same as you. I, I feel like I knew pretty much all the characters that, that got featured in this film, except for one. There was one was that, or the two, I think. I also remember, like, I don't know what, 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 which one it was, but going around Mike Jones's house, and he had one, one of them, I don't know, eight, maybe earlier. And there was this, like, this cinematic at the start, and it was fucking ace. And, like, I used to fucking love it. I was never very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, there was, there was some bits in this film that, that I was, like, waiting for and hoping for, and oftentimes it happened. Um, how to make a video game movie. It, all capitals, exclamation mark. This is literally how you do a video game franchise justice. I knew this movie would be amazing, judging from the trailers, and I was amazed by everything. Mortal Kombat is one of my favourite franchises in existence, and I'm very surprised at how good this movie is. Five out of five stars. So what you're saying is that some people out there definitely like this. Yeah, I feel... Yeah, some people really like this. When I looked the day it came out, the reviews were... Without looking at reviews, but the scores were quite high, like seventies plus. Okay, I feel like it's it's kind of caught up to where it probably should be now. I don't think it has. <laughs> really, <laughs> really. So it's currently got fifty five percent Rotten Tomatoes, which is surprising considering what most of the reviews say, and forty four percent Metacritic. Yeah, you don't think it, you don't think it's where it should be. Uh, maybe that is a little closer than it should be, I guess, but still not quite there. It's we'll get into it. Um, yeah, I mean, you've you've already kind of answered one of my first questions that I had for you is how up to date are you on the law of Mortal yeah, Kombat? Yeah, like not really. I mean, my law update was I watched that first film and was like, oh yeah, I remember that there was. It's all about a tournament where they fight each other in. So. Yeah, like I said, I sort of, I mean, without getting sort of too on the fringes of spoilers, because it's all within the first sort of 10 minutes, I don't really remember there being any sort of backstory on characters that are betrayed in the ancient times. And I basically, basically, the only character I can really remember any backstory with is a character who's not even in this film. (laughs) Which one? 
Uh, it's the one sort of you know he's hinted at at the end, uh, Johnny Cage. Okay, okay. I guess yeah. spoilers, but you only have to look at you only have to look at a cast list to know he's not in it. So yeah, there's lots of law, and it changes and it's all over the place. I try and keep up with it every now and then. Just whenever there's a new game out, I'll be like, have a look at look at the story, and it's just crazy. Uh, like the like this because I always remember Sub Zero being like the good one, for example. Yeah, I always remember Sub Zero being my favorite character, but I don't know if that was because he was good or because he could shoot ice out of his hands. Yeah, well, apparently he was an arsehole at first, but that's because the Sub Zero in this movie is not the Sub Zero in the later film or the later games. In the later games, yeah, yeah that was his brother, also called Sub Zero or Summit. It's very convoluted and very bullshit. I don't know, like a ceremonial title, even though it's just a stupid name that infers yeah, that he's got yeah. ice powers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Whatever his name is, yeah. I'm Sub Zero now. Okay. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that line. <laughs> and then basically the same line was like, "Now I am Scorpion." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How how do we do this one? Because I feel like, what is this to spoil? Well, it's just going through. I mean, it's not spoilers, but it kind of is spoilers because it's just like plot points and things that are brought up. Um, are, we, are we just saying all spoilers for this episode? Yeah, it's going to have to be now because, like you say, paper thin plot, really. Yeah. So spoilers from now, anyway. Yeah. Okay. First and foremost, no, I'm not even going to say that because we'll get to <laughs> it. Well, I, I, I really want to know. Okay, so the whole plot of this is there's some guy who's never in a game, as I understand it. Yeah, he's not in a game. He's somehow like a washed-up MMA star, despite the fact he looks like 25. Cool. So I don't I don't know if the guy is that, but props to him. He, he looks quite young. He's not. He's thirty four. But so he's like this this like wash up MMA star, and he's got the Mortal Kombat logo as some kind of birthmark. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what it is. It's when you say it out loud, it's even funnier. There's a birthmark <laughs> on his chest, which he's got no idea what it means. Uh, but someone manages to somehow track him down. I guess people must have seen it when he was fighting in MMA, maybe. I don't think it was ever explained. No. But, but yeah, that, made, that makes sense. Someone tracks him down and says, look, you've got that birthmark, don't you? Or that tattoo or whatever. He's like, oh, no, it's a birthmark. And then they basically sort of go, oh, yeah, you've got to see, go and see this person. Yeah? Yeah. That's about right? Yeah, yeah. He's always like, okay, well, look, you're chosen. I've got one too. It's Jax, isn't it? Yeah, Jax. it was Jax, Jax. yeah. With, um, with arms jacks with arms jacks and so like, I've got one too you've chosen so you got to come with me and it's like no nah, maybe not but then Sub-Zero attacks yeah in fact oh, it doesn't even start with that it, it, the opening actually is really good it was okay I know what you're getting at you're, the opening was the bit with Sub-Zero attacking not not Scorpion wasn't it yeah um, it, it was interesting to be fair Given, given what happens in the rest of the film, it was pretty good. Yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm spoiled. And th- their parts are the best parts in it. Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, because it looks like they actually know what they're doing. Like they're probably martial artists. Yeah. The rest of them mostly are quite clearly actors. This was something that I had a thought sort of halfway through. I'm like, I guess they seem to have got people who can do martial arts in this. Generally, hmm. they seem to be. But... Just because you can do martial arts doesn't necessarily mean you're a good actor. No. There's a reason why there was only ever one Jackie Chan, isn't there? Like, that's, yeah. what was, that's what was going through my head while I was watching this going, 
I get it. You can't have both. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- but that intro was pretty good. And then, then yeah, it cuts to Cole being tracked down. Sub Zero attacks him. He's like, Jax is like, oh yeah, because Cole's got a a kid and a missus. Yeah, the, the kid who like won't shut up about doing the uppercut because that's like a me moving in the games. There's a lot. There's lots of those. If only they'd not shut up about sliding down and punching him in the nuts. Yeah. Um, there's lot. There's lots of those bits. There's plenty of fan service in this film. Um, Sometimes too much. Equal amounts as in the first one, I'd say. Really? I it's just like like where it's just got people saying things from the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that. And you're like, that doesn't even make sense here. But okay. No, no. <laughs> But like later on with like the the leg sweeps, that's just a another meme yeah. thing that people do, which I thought that was quite good in how they brought that in. But like I'm sure it happened in this one as well. But in the first one, there's a bit where they have a fight for a while, and then someone wins, and they just go flawless victory. I'm like, that's not that wasn't a flawless victory. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not but how the it works. But it's it's better when someone else says it than you just like punching <laughs> someone yeah. then saying it. That just makes you sound like an idiot. You just sound like a, a weirdo. Like, who are you talking to? Yeah. They're dead. You just rip the face off. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. what's> the... <laughs> it's like when you don't get puns. It's like <laughs> someone other than Sub-Zero said, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, we get probably one of the better bits in the film, don't we? When Jax yeah. is fighting Sub-Zero. And Sub-Zero mm-hmm. like, grabs his arms and freezes them. Like breaks so they, them off. They use Sub Zero really well. Yeah, I'd like, say so. Like his his power, his powers, abilities, whatever. They're done in interesting ways that aren't necessarily just like throw some ice at someone. Yeah, they're usually quite clever with how they do it. Like the bit in the trailer, which comes later on in the film, where he gets some blood, turns it to ice, and turns it to an ice dagger. Yeah, like stuff like that's really cool. Definitely, I agree there. So then, after Jax has sent new guy, I can't remember his name. He, after he Cole. sent him Cole, after he sent him away, uh, it turns out he's sending him to Sonia. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonia Blade. She had captured Kano. Yeah, that was Who right. Wasn't always Australian, by the way. Is that right? Yeah, it wasn't always Australian. Apparently, very Australian in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been Australian for a while, but originally, okay. apparently he wasn't. And I think the film, the original film is what changed it. Could be. Um, they got an Australian guy, or someone acted Australian in that, <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, this works. He's Australian now. <laughs> he went, he was like, so this guy's got an accent, right? And they're like, uh, yeah. I guess. Just <laughs> now. So I was doing British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've got, she's got Kana wrapped up. And then something that I assume is... Uh, reptile. Reptile. I assume Reptile comes in, but yeah. he's just a big lizard. Yeah, he was just a big lizard. Probably looks better than it did in the original. I'll give him that. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't have another guy in a ninja outfit but green. <laughs> I mean, they should have, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I would have quite... Been, been fine with it, to be fair. But, like, in the original one, obviously it's 1995, so there's a reason why he looked like a character from Mega Drive. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, this one's a little bit better, I'd say at least. Then they escape. There's some nice foreshadowing with a yep. garden gnome. Um, they go to find Raiden. He's a dick. Yeah, and they sort of explain at one point that um, that these birthmarks or whatever can be transferred. Yes. So if you kill yeah. somebody who's got one, then it gets trans- transferred onto you because that's how Kano got it because he's a like a mercenary assassin type thing. Yeah. Maybe not, not a, bit... a good one? No. no. I will say for Kano, like, at the start, I thought he was interesting. Like, he was the mm-hmm. only one who seemed to have any decent character. Then 10 minutes in, I got pretty tired of it. Okay, I'm I'm reading my notes and I've got five minutes of Kano. Is he funny or annoying? Because at first, yeah, he's like, he's he's chewing the scenery, like hundred oh, percent, no one's business. But at least he's out there because these these games are all about just the bullshit. They're just absolutely crazy, over the top shit. So I'm fine with having characters doing that. But then he does start to great. But then um, when he get when he finally gets his power, he says. <laughs> so like a laser's better than fireballs, you pussy. And I was like, okay, yeah, he's funny. See the, <laughs> the bit for me, I think the the cutoff for me on where I was finding funny up to a point, and then after that, I was like, okay, I'm done. But the last bit I quite liked was uh, when he gets to the temple or wherever that that Raiden takes him to, and he sees uh, Liu Kang's there. But Liu Kang's got these like big trousers on, and he just calls him MC <laughs> yeah. Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I think like. They generally look quite good, the characters in this. Should, oh, sorry. Should we go? Should we just run through the plot and then go through yeah, notes and stuff? So, so yeah, they meet Liu Kang, who's like, yeah, I've been tasked with finding all the all the champions. Well, first of all, he didn't find them. They just wandered near. He literally you. went in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's a week till the tournament. You've not done a very good job. <laughs> what was he waiting for? <laughs> yeah. You just stayed there. I know I'm a bit of a procrastinator too, but come on, dude. <laughs> I know. And you've lost nine in a row at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they get there, and then it kind of cuts to Shao... It's not Shao Kahn, is it? It's the other one. Shao Kahn's the big bad. Uh, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, we've won nine in a row. We need to guarantee we won 10, so we'll probably just cheat again. So we'll kill them before the tournament. Which is obviously against the rules, but they, they never seem to have cared, do they? The rules smooths, as exactly. far as anyone's concerned. Also, uh, Shang Tsung is the guy that Batman nicked from a building in Hong Kong. I knew I recognised him. Fucking Lao. Yeah. Wow, I knew so that's I that guy. Him. Yeah, so they try and cheat, but then Raiden stops him. He just puts a force field around. Yeah, because the whole point is that those are the bad guys, and that if they win ten Mortal Kombat's in a row, then they can take over Earth or whatever. Yeah, for some reason, um, and they've won nine in a row up to this point. Yeah, so we're, we're getting ready for the the tenth one, so obviously it's kind of imperative that the heroes win because otherwise, otherwise, otherwise the bad guys will take over Earth and and such. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. We. They, they, like you say, they get to the the hideout or whatever, or I can't remember what it's called, and it's sort Temple. of revealed that they have to. They've all got magic powers that need yes. to be unlocked, basically. Yes. Kano gets his first, which is his laser eye. Mm-hmm. 
Jax eventually gets it. So Jax comes back into it. He's got these tiny little metal arms. Yeah, which at first I was like, shit, did I like misremember the trailer? Like, was it always these <laughs> shit arms? Because they look awful. So his magic is just getting better metal arms. Yeah. Apparently. Like, what, would it, what would it have been? If he hadn't lost his arms. <laughs> well, no, if they didn't give him them, if he just had like stumps, like, what would they have done then? What would this thing just... Just normal arms. It's either metal legs or a metal cock. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know which I prefer. <laughs> the legs, right? Yeah, legs, obviously. Yeah. Able to... <laughs> Can't feel anything if got a metal cock. <laughs> Just going to the loo would be a pain. <laughs> yeah, rust. <laughs> yeah, so he gets metal arms. Um, and then Cole still hasn't got them. And everyone's giving him shit. Yeah, he gets kind of booted out, doesn't he, a little bit? Yeah, well, first, I don't know why Sonya's allowed to stay there. <laughs> yeah, because she's not actually one of the quote-unquote heroes, is she? No, she just wants to be. In fa- like, fairness by fairness is due, like, she's probably the best one out of them. Yeah. As a, just a regular... many powers. Yeah. She, you know, takes arse and kicks names. <laughs> but, like, they kick out Cole because he hadn't got his powers. Well, no, I felt no, maybe I misremembered. Don't they just send him because they're like, look, there's no point dying here. You may as well die with your family, basically. So they send him home. But like, she's still there. And like, well, maybe it was more like a, you know, go home, take 48 hours, get your head cleared. Yeah. Come back to us. But but any any martial artist should know that that's a bad idea. You know, it's like you saw it in Rocky. Like, you don't let them plow before a big fight because you lose all your <laughs> anger and testosterone and stuff. Yeah, so that's, that's a mistake sending them back there. True. Poor from Raiden. But yeah, but that so then uh, somehow somehow they get Kano on side. Uh, not the bad somehow. guys do, don't they? Yeah, because Kano's about as three-dimensional as an A4 sheet of paper. <laughs> so they're like, I'll give you money. And he's like, okay then. Sound. It's literally like one second Kano's like, oh, they've got that guy with them. He's a right prick. And then yeah. a good 30 seconds later, maybe, it's like that, it's literally that guy who's going, come on, be with us. And he's like, all right, then. Yeah. And that's, that's Kapal. And I don't yeah. get how he's on that t- team. So he's clearly a, like a person or from Earth. Yeah, but so was Sub-Zero, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So how do they get to that become Nether Realmers or whatever it is? Money, I, I guess. Just money, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a thousand yen. Oh, thousand. Oh, wait. Maybe they've just gone, hang on, these guys have won nine in a row. Yeah, that's a good point. Better get on side. Always like you guys. <laughs> yeah. Always like you. So, yeah, he betrays them. Apparently, the force field is only held together by a stick. Hang on. So, it's either paying them a lot of money or because they've won a lot. Are the bad guys PSG? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah, I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so they, they attack, and then... It all seems to sort of kind of start as well, where uh, Goro comes and attacks Cole, doesn't he, basically? Yeah, we I see Goro. Appearing in his shed. Yeah, I mean, if you can go anywhere, just go in his house. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe the shed, because he's quite tall, he might have, like evaporated like with his head halfway through 
yeah through the roof i don't know there's logistical stuff you gotta think about we wouldn't us mere mortals we wouldn't understand probably exactly so they they have a scrap and ugh, goro seems weak to me well i wanted to ask you like so you didn't re-watch the first one but like Goro is one of them that in the first one, at the time, I thought he looked kind of cool because he was like a weird mix of like human and claymation type thing going on. Yeah. Um, like he looked, but like now you're back on it, you go, oh, that doesn't look very good, actually. So you're thinking, oh, well, maybe they can nail it in this one. And in this one, they just do that cheap kind of uh, cop out a little bit where everything you see him in is very dark. Yeah. You never really yeah. get to see him properly. Um no. Yeah, I, I was disappointed looked, with his look a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I mean, it looked okay. And like I said, I think that, that it was a bit disappointing. They kind of, I felt like they wasted the character. Yeah, definitely wasted the character on that on, on Goro. Because he's like one of the mainstays. He's definitely one of the more interesting ones. But also, like, you think Mortal Kombat, he's, he's synonymous with it in, in terms, I think he's probably been on, like, cases, like, game cases and stuff like that. Yeah, possibly. Back in the day. But, like, you've got four arms, mate. Yeah. Like, it's a cool character. Do a bit more with him. It'll make him seem a little bit more threatening. Yeah, definitely. Um, he didn't seem anything better than any of the other baddies. No, not really, other than two more arms. Yeah, being a bit taller. But, uh... but, but yeah, somehow Cole, so Cole gets his power, which I don't know what it is. He just gets... Uh, like... Cole's power is that he gets a nice new jacket. Yes, he gets a nice new jacket. And at first, well, I'm assuming... Because I'm watching it, it looks a little bit like the Black Panther stuff where he's absorbing. But I didn't get, I didn't notice any translation of him then returning that energy. That's exactly what I thought. I thought the same thing, like, because he kind of absorbs these hits or whatever in, in, into his new jacket, which you think would then be like he was going to then return it in yeah. time, kind of like use that energy. But it just seems like he kind of can absorb energy. I yes. Guess. Great. I mean. It means you can get punched a lot. Yeah. Which, which, to be fair, given it was that guy, probably quite useful because he got punched a lot. He did get punched a lot. Yeah. And then he also he can grow a stick and a knife out of his hands, which is how he <laughs> kills Goro. Which also sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, compared to, like, a laser eye. Yeah. Fireballs. Even, I think I'd even, I think I'd even prefer the hat. Well, the hat sliced that woman up. Yeah, the hat's cool. It's a frisbee. If you have a board, <laughs> it's basically it's just a like sword. a big, bigger version of Oddjob's hat from Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah. It's one hit kill as well, like the Gold Knight game. Yeah. <laughs> just got to get it on target. Yeah, that's all you have to do. So then they come back, they, you know, they, they get back together and they're like, okay, well, they're going to cheat. We're going to cheat. We'll take them out before Mortal Kombat happens. So they do. They have a bit of a scrap. And then what happens is. Sub Zero disappears and takes away Cole's, Cole's family. Yeah, yeah. And puts him in a big MMA arena where everything's frozen. Why was it in an MMA arena? Don't know. I reckon they just got one, got one to use. Put him on the sun. Like, why did he keep him alive for a start? Well, that's kill him. Yeah, he, he, he didn't look like he kept anybody else alive throughout the entire of everything. No. So yeah, then. Cole has a bit of a fight with Sub-Zero and he's got this knife that he was given, this little daggery type thing. A trowel. <laughs> it did look like a trowel. Uh, where he's he... gardening with it at the start. But, but yeah, 
he bleeds on it. Yeah, and because something. he's a descendant of Scorpion, who apparently is not a bad dude. Well, he, wow. yeah, who'd never been called Scorpion up until this point. It's only because then Scorpion comes back from hell or whatever. And now I am Scorpion. And now he's in, Scorpion, yeah. In three, three words of English. Yeah, he speaks... So this is a weird thing as well, but he speaks uh, Chinese throughout the entire thing and Sub-Zero speaks Japanese throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Number one, was that a thing? Not that I know of. It just seemed needlessly complicated for this film. Yeah. Why they had to let us I know mean, that one was speaking in Chinese and one was speaking in Japanese at all different... So, whatever. Then, yeah. then all of a sudden he comes back and he can say, Get over here! And then carry on speaking in Chinese. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. Like, like, we, like we said earlier, there's a lot of like... Just in I'm, there because this, it's This the is games. my catchphrase. Yeah. I'm saying it. I don't think I'm not saying it. Yeah, like I say, stuff that's just in there from the... Because they said it in the games, they have to say it right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I expect Scorpion's sake over here, but I also would imagine that he would also say other things in English. <laughs> <You gotta laughs> <Yeah. do> that. <laughs> that's my only issue with it. Like, Because he immediately just goes back to speaking Chinese, even to Cole. Straight Cole's away. Probably like, I'm assuming Cole doesn't know Chinese. <laughs> I don't know why he would. No. Like... He seems to understand, but he doesn't really respond to anything. So maybe he's just like, yes. Like, he's just seen this <laughs> badass fight, so he's probably not going to argue with him. Hey. Okay, yeah. But yeah, you, you mentioned there that it was a badass fight. Uh, probably the best bit of the film. See, I feel like my enjoyment of this film is hampered a little bit. So the way I would usually do that is ping it to my TV. For whatever reason, I couldn't ping it to my TV, so I had to watch it on my phone. Okay. Which, for the most part, wasn't too bad, but I would have enjoyed it more on a bigger screen. But that fight in particular, it stuttered, like, every 10 seconds. It froze for 20 seconds. Oh, that's brutal. I knew I was really close to the end of the... Well, I half knew because I knew, how, like, how long it had been running for, but I also thought, this can't be the end of the film because we haven't got to... Mortal Kombat, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll come to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that I want to go back and rewatch that fight because I couldn't enjoy it to the level it need. It should have been enjoyed, if that makes sense. Because literally every ten seconds it would pause. And buffer. yeah, that's fair. That would have. That would. I mean, that would ruin anything, wouldn't it? And it was perfect up until that point. That's perfect. Brutal. After that point, I was like, "You fucking kidding me." Um, but, um, I'll, I'll tell you then that film, that bit was probably the best bit in the film. Yeah, their fight was quite interesting. Quite did work quite well on the the brutality aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was. But it was for me. It was a case of we've got Sub Zero and Scorpion on the poster, like half face classic yeah. poster pose. Uh, neither of them show up. Like they don't have that showdown until the last twenty minutes. No, no. Pretty annoying. Yeah, I thought they'd be like I get why Cole's in it because kind of because he's like the everyman, like the fish out of water, I guess. He's the audience proxy, isn't he? But I mean, so are most of the other characters. Yeah. For the most part. Like nobody else really knew what was going on. No. And then that's that's pretty much it. (laughs) That's the plot of the film. Uh yeah, yeah, that's it. It kind of ends, and then you go. Wait a minute. 
there was no Mortal Kombat in this film. Yeah. They don't even do Mortal Kombat. (laughs) It's frustrating. Um, One thing I did pick up on is that they they don't have, like I said before, they don't have the the main Mortal Kombat theme that everybody knows and loves. Uh, Mm. What they do have is just very small bits of it in the background being played by an orchestra. Yeah. And that was shit. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're going to do Mortal Kombat theme, just give me the full-on techno everything. Over and over and over again. So yeah. I don't need any other music. I don't need suspense music. I just need that on repeat. <laughs> just, a, just a quiet moment where Cole's with his family. Yeah, exactly. Um, you couldn't have made the film worse, I don't think. No, no. And the, the thing with this, right, so... This film like builds, like, it's a constant build up, but never seems to get any higher. Yeah, I sort of see what you mean. And I mean, the story doesn't go anywhere. And it, it's like, okay, this is, this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. But the level always stays, it always stays at one level. I think when he's open, so as I say, I really like that first, first fight scene right at the start. It doesn't get any better than that until. As maybe the very last fight scene. Yeah, it probably it probably dips below as well. Yeah, it, definitely. Gets, it definitely gets worse. Sorry, than the first scene. So, yeah, as I said earlier, Raiden's a dick for some reason. I always thought Raiden was quite a chill guy. He's just an arsehole in this. Yeah, I didn't really warm. Didn't really warm to any of those guys in the that were already at the temple, uh, like Raiden, Liu Kang, uh, or Shang Tsung. AKA hat guy. AKA hat guy. Um, all of the the bits that they say, aside from get over here, but all the other ones like flawless victory and all that stuff is just did done they, in the wrong way. Did they say finish him at any point? They must have, right? Yeah, they definitely did. Um, what the bad guy said it, I'm sure. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but didn't he get Molina on, on Chang Sung? And she like, well, I don't know. He definitely says it at some point. Yeah, but most of those things, most of those things should come out. As I said, I think it would have been fine if somebody else had said the lines. Like usually, it's just the guy that done the that won saying how good I am. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. It would just be like I've just killed them and be like throwing a line or whatever. Yeah. I mean, except, except from the Scorpion one, which kind of was in sort of fitting a little bit because it's like he just appears. Sub-Zero tries to get away and he throws his chain and he's like, get over here! Except for the fact that he's then immediately speaking Chinese again. <laughs> um, but in terms of other bits, so like, I see Liu Kang, all I want is Liu Kang kicks and I got the Liu Kang kicks. Big yeah. tick from me. Um, I think there's some wonky green screen parts but generally it looked good. I didn't have too much of an issue with the, the visual effects. Um, I think that's one thing that so, like I said about the first one, is that that was perhaps put too much emphasis on its plot over its action and everything. Hmm. This one did flip that in a way. So the plot was absolute garbage and just terrible story, but the the fights were probably a little, a little bit better and the, the brutality of it, like I say, the... The, uh, the fatality of it. The fatality of it was definitely better. I, um, I feel like the, it got worse when the, the when the outworld champions came 
everything seemed a bit slower. Like the fighting seemed a bit slower. And like the final fights especially seemed really rushed, which I know that sounds backwards to what I've just said, but like the actual action seemed slower. But then the end fights were just one minute each effectively and not particularly interesting for the most part. And then also Cabal's costume didn't really work for me. I think I just don't think there was this... The Outworld people disappointed me for the most part. I think generally a lot of the characters I found quite disappointing. Considering, like you said before, that the whole series is about weird, wonderful, wacky characters that you have fighting each other. For me... I mean, I don't, I couldn't really get too much of a difference from the, the guys at the temple that were there. Like Raiden was kind of in it a little bit, but obviously he's not really a fighter as such in it for some reason. Weirdly, because he is in all the fucking games. I think that's a carry, carryover from the first film as well. But then like Liu Kang and Kung Lao were the, like Wonka Fire Fireballs, one had a big hat. But other than that, I didn't really find any reason to sort of find them an interesting character or anything. Mm. And then, for vast majority, everybody, pretty much everybody, but Sub Zero for the bad guys, I guess. All yeah. very bland, and sure, some of them looked a bit different. Like, there's the giant guy from Mad Max Fury Road was in it, but they they mainly just stand there and growl for the most part, though. Yeah, I don't think they had, apart from uh, Cabal. Cabal had a few the lines New of Jersey dialogue. Guy. <clears throat> yeah, um, just two things, like I said. I wanted Luke Kang's kit, so I was there's certain moves that I like that I like to see. And the Sub-Zero fake out, I love seeing that. That was yeah. dead cool. And then I was interested to see what they were gonna do with Scorpion's skull. Because usually when he like, pulls his mask off, he's just a skull underneath it when he blows fire and stuff. Yeah. So I thought it was quite cool how he was a person underneath it still, but we blew his fire and burnt his face off. Yeah, I'd not thought of that actually. But I thought that was oh, that's quite a clever way of doing it. He like used it as like a power, didn't he? Type thing. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got to say. What do you think? To I think we should just very quickly go through some fatalities. Anything? Okay. Sure. Hit me. Uh, okay. The first one that that comes straight to mind is Jack's arms. That was pretty good. That was pretty cool. That was definitely in the early going. Probably my my early highlight from the film. I thought that it looked pretty cool. It was a good use of like Sub-Zero's powers and obviously it feeds into the story quite well. Set a high bar for that one. Yeah, it did. And then let's roll through these. Goro was... So I'm trying... I've got a list, but it's not in order. Okay. Um, Goro, I don't really remember it that well. Yes, stabbed through the face. That's pretty shit. Yeah, fairly... Not very imaginative either. No. Oh, here we go. Kung Lao, I think I said Shang Tsung earlier on, but I meant Kung Lao. Um, Kung Lao gets his fucking hat to be a saw and throws Molina through it. No, yeah. he serves Molina through it. Was it Molina? Was that Molina or was that Natara? Natara, sorry, yeah. The, the, the bat-winged woman. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. Where she like, he turns into like a circular saw type thing and just goes through her. Although right up until that, I was like, this is, what the fuck is happening? I literally had to... I thought I'd missed something, so I had to skip back to it because it's literally she just flies about and he's just like, like around, <laughs> around him. And then she just swoops down and he just jumps on her back and does that. The most complicated fight, I guess, but 
But, but, but like, because it was just cut between her flopping about and him just looking around, I was like, from that to the death, I was like, I literally had to go back and say, I've just fucking... <laughs> like, there's got to have been some fight or something. There's not. There's not. There's not. Um, Liu Kang summons a dang fire dragon. Why am I reading the titles? That, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy that. I thought I was a bit... I don't remember that either that well, so... It's in his final fight against Cabal. He does the dragon thing. Boring. Yeah. Um, Scorpion spits fire. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like I say, it did feed into the character quite well, the whole skull thing. Mm. Um, Jax slaps... What's his name, Zed? <laughs> Just oh, that was, so that was the guy from, from Mad Max, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I like it's maybe just a bit too fast. I want to see these things like I mean that guy was in it and then out. I don't <clears throat> was he in any scene before that. I don't remember him. Yeah, he was. Um but he wasn't interesting. Well, no, he never is, to be fair. That is that that's always the role that he plays. He's played the same thing in Mad Max. He's just there to be like what six, six foot eight or whatever he is and look menacing. Yeah. And then yeah. Um the boring one was Shang Tsung was sucking someone's soul out. That was pretty. Yeah, that was not. That was actually something that did was better in the first film. Yeah. Um, Sonya Blade does a blast, which looked pretty cool. I didn't realize how powerful that was going to be. I thought it was just kind of like, oh, because that was on. Who was that on? That was on Melina. Yes, that was on Melina because it was at the point where we were like. Melina's kind of getting the upper hand or whatever, and she just literally blows a hole in her, and you're like, "Wow, oh, that seems over overpowered." Yeah. So Sonya was the best before and after. Now, <laughs> much better the best now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. No rips. Um, chameleon, whatever his name is, heart out. Pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was okay. And then the last one we mentioned foreshadowing earlier on. So Kano apparently hates garden gnomes. Hawks are the biggest loogie you've ever seen on, on his open hand, the, the, the gnome's open hand. And you think nothing of it, really. But then later on, they're having the final fight and Kano's beating the shit out of her, strangling her. And what does she reach out for and grab? The fucking gnome. She <laughs> fucking slams it back into his back through his robot eye, kills him. No, I thought that one sucked, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, that feels like it was something from a completely different film. Yeah, it, it does. Because they were kind of scrabbling on the ground and she just smashes his head in with the garden gnome. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't remember you, that in the games. You can blast through some... Like, literally, I'm looking at a picture here. Just, she's got the gnome <laughs> here, if his face is here. Yeah. Surely she can just do her fist and blast his head off. You'd think... What? I don't know. Well, she didn't have her powers by that point, did she? She didn't. Oh, no, she got she, them from she him. She got them Sorry, from yeah, him. She got them so from the him. mark passed to her then. So the, the gnome was the only way then, Aaron? I guess. It's a poetic justice. So that's Mortal Kombat with a K. Don't forget oh, they, the... They, uh, they, did, they did mention at the start, so... Oh, go on. I was, oh, yeah, that's the point. Uh, Cole makes the, makes the joke. They're spelling it wrong. Yeah. And he also says... Oh, no, maybe he doesn't say that. I can't remember whether I just thought he should have said it. 
<laughs> you, you had a oh, better no. film going on in your head, did you? It's like the Oscars everyone all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said he said they spelled it wrong, and I made no say. I'm surprised they didn't say like sounds like something from a video game. Oh yeah, that would that felt like it would have been a line from this film. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, because then it ends with the uh, the sort of. Raiden tells them, oh, well, we didn't actually do Mortal Kombat, so well, I guess we'll still have to do Mortal Kombat at some point. Uh, you should probably go and find other people. And it just sort of zooms in on like a movie poster with uh, Johnny Cage's name on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Sort of big old, give us money for a sequel because then we'll yeah. give you the character you actually like. The game is on award. Yeah, big time. So, that being said... Five out of five. Is that what you are, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I, as in, I know it's not good. I know it's objectively bad. But I think I enjoyed it. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't but, hate no, I, it. I didn't like it, though. And I didn't like it. No, you're right. It is in a, a good... So, I... It's Schrodinger's combat. <laughs> Um, I I think I sort of made myself, cornered myself a little bit with it. I'd watched the original one and I gave that two out of five. And I remember watching, by the end of this, I was like, well... It's better. It is is better because there's actual like fatalities and and stuff in it. So at first I then was like, well... So two and a half out of five is the obvious logical step there. And in the like odd few days since I've seen it, I've gone, mm, is it actually better? I mean, I'd probably watch the first one again before I watch this one again. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if I ever, I mean, no one, the first one's got a way better soundtrack. I don't know if we've made that clear to everyone <laughs> listening, but. <laughs> because that is literally that theme, you know, just straight through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, let's be honest, the first one, I don't know if you remember the first one, but that's got a, a big old Game is on award because uh, it's Yeah, got, they go to fight... Um, they just beat Shang Tsung, and then just as like they're coming out and celebrating... Uh, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn shows up and says, right, well, it's my turn, fuck, because I'm going to fight... He doesn't say that, but he says something <laughs> like that. He should have done. It's <laughs> like... And they all sort of do the Power Rangers pose where they all go to, like, right, okay, well, we'll fight you then, and it sort of ends, and you go... Man, that's going to be... Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's even better at the game is on than this one is. Hmm. Having said... Yeah, so I've, I've, I'll stick with what I said originally because that's first impressions and, and all that. So I'm going to go two and a half. Okay, I need you to tell me... In theory, it should be exactly like average, but I think generally we skew, average. We skew three, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm going to need your help with this, Aaron, because what I want you to do is ask me, is five too high, which obviously it is, and then work, work down. Okay, so if, if we reckon five's too high... Because that is... You know, that's... Masterpiece. The absolute best films you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So four and a half. <laughs> Nowhere near. Still, still too high. Got you, right? Yeah. Four... It's not a four. It's not an 80% film. No. So then you've got a a three and a half. No, it's too high. 
Yeah. you got to think what else you'd put as a three and a half as well, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And you know what, in my head, I think, you know, I said it's not an 80% film. I think like a 40% film is probably about right. So you're leaning more towards the two stars than the... Yeah, but I think it's better than a two. I, I'm you feel like, two and a half oddly, you, but... oddly again, we feel like we're in the same position as we normally are yeah. at this point. And like, if you like Mortal Kombat, go and watch this, even though there is no Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, it, and it might not have your favourite character in it. Yeah. I wanted Noob Cybot. I don't know why I always thought he was cool. Is Noob Cybot, isn't that original Sub-Zero? Doesn't original Sub-Zero go on to become Noob Cybot? Might, he might do, actually, yeah. Yeah, he does. Right. So, obviously, you'll be first in line for the sequel, then. Oh yeah. Does that mean we're gonna get a um like a nice sub zero that looks as out I guess so. It's gonna be nice sub zero, there's gonna be noob cyber, and there's gonna be Johnny Cage. So oh, there's so many fucking Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah, there's hundreds. And half of them are just guys with four arms. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Well, I mean, but, there's only so many arms you can do, Aaron. Two yeah, is so I mean, done. Six six is ridiculous. Don't be don't be stupid. So. Yeah, and every fighting game has people with two arms. Yeah, so it's, true. It's the it's the USP. You've got guys <laughs> with four arms. Tekken had a guy with a leopard head. We've got guys with four arms. Um, so for what it's worth, as well at this point, we should say there's a possibility that they're going to look into a Johnny Cage centric standalone film. I don't want that. No, <laughs> never no. like Johnny Cage. Uh, the guy who played Sub Zero apparently has said that he'd signed on for four films. Whoa, that's that is fucking. The director optimistic. said he's, he's happy to come back, uh, but he he did not. Well, I bet he's a director. They just want jobs. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but he on the set while they were making this, he banned talk of a sequel because he wanted to just focus on what they true artistic vision of this first one. Oh, right, yeah, okay. True artistic vision of something that's just pulled from 30 years of fucking (laughs) fan fiction. One of the writers said he he envisioned it as a trilogy and that the first one was all pre-tournament, the second one was the tournament, and the third one was a post-tournament. Which you'd assume they'd lost then. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, post-tournament is just, what, the... They're all going to pub. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Um, um, fantastic. Uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Corona's around a table with La, La about family. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and the final note is that the wrestler, The Miz, had uh, apparently expressed interest in playing Johnny Cage. Wait, which one is The Miz? Vaguely good looking, I guess. I don't know. You'd, you'd, like, close your eyes and picture a wrestler. I'm imagining a guy in a, in a mask. That's not okay, he's not in a mask. Also, just Google the. How do you spell the Miz? M I S. M I Z. Okay, just Google the Miz with an S instead of a Z. It doesn't come up with any wrestlers. <laughs> just not. Okay, I could uh, I could see him playing Johnny Cage. I mean, let's be honest. You've pro- proven with this first one that you don't really have to have any great acting chops, do you? No, and you know. Generally, wrestlers, I guess you, they should have pretty good acting it's all jobs. Acting, yeah. It's all acting. Come at me, wrestle fans. I'll fight. I'll wrestle you. <laughs> yeah, because what a weird name. Why do you get that name? The Miz. 
Uh, his name is Michael Mizanin. Oh, I thought it was going to be like Theodore Miz. <laughs> Miz. Theodore. <laughs> Miz. Les Miz. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I'm not French, so. Yeah, I'll just the Miz, I guess. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that is Mortal Kombat. Or sort of. Yeah. That's the title. Yeah. Mortal Kombat or sort of. <laughs> um, should we touch on our our brief uh, second point of this podcast? Yeah, it's a long one because not only has Mortal Kombat come out, unfortunately. Um, no, you know what? Can I just say, like, I'm disappointed. because I was not, really You're not done, are you? No, I was really excited for this, as I said at the start. And it didn't live up to my hype. And I, I admit I just wanted something stupid and dumb. But I think I just wanted a bit better quality in terms of the fighting. I don't think... Although it was good in parts, it was poor in other places. I just wanted a bit more like... That's fair. Just a bit more... Punching. Pun- a bit more punching. Yeah. Just give me some more punches. Punches and bunches. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my final word. That's my final word. Um, yes, as well as Mortal Kombat coming out, we also had the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we're not doing two hours going through every episode because that was hard on one that I really liked. Yeah, a brief sigh of relief for everyone on that one. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, I guess full spoilers for Falcon and the Winter Soldier from this point because we're just going to dive straight yeah. in. Uh, what did you think overall? Fine. I think yeah. there was bits that I really liked and I, I like where it's taken or where it's, where it's got characters to. But there was other parts that was like, just not that interesting. Yeah, so for me, I think if I had to sort of take it overall, I'd take it as like a upper bottom third Marvel film, if that makes sense. It makes sense, and yeah, I think you're right. You know what? I think my favorite episode was the very first one. Uh, yeah, I think for me that there was three good, three bad episodes as well. Yeah. So the first two I thought were pretty good, mm-hmm. and the one before the last one was pretty good. Was which was the one with the decapitation, or just the? Uh, um, it was the one before that. Okay. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. No. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right, because the one had quite a lot of Isaiah Bradley and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the build-up. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this Marvel, I mean, all they do is punch people in these films for the most part. And as good as that can be, and I know I just said I just wanted more punches in the Mortal Kombat <laughs> film. And Marvel has done it really well. Like, um, Winter Soldier, I still think, is probably my favourite Marvel film. and But I just liked... I was ready, and the reason I liked um, Division for the most part was it was just something different, something a bit weird. I would have been more than happy just to see a bit more of a character drama around these characters, like seeing what Bucky was going through and like Bucky's story at the very start seemed way more interesting than just going on another mission. Like, okay, there's growth and stuff within that, and he's got a, a, a character out within that, but I'd be quite happy to see him like struggle. That sounds really sadistic, but... Yeah, I think you sort of hit on it a little bit there as well, in that if they're going to make these into series rather than films, 
that there needs to be more of a character drama element to it to keep us interested. Because otherwise it's just, they go there and then they punch for a bit and then they go somewhere else and they punch for a bit. And then yeah, it kind of, I know that this one did suffer as well because apparently there was a like a plot line, like a subplot cut out of it. It's like the Madame Hydra. Due to, I'm not sure if it's her. Oh no, I know. No, there was going to be a coronavirus sort of line, wasn't there? Like a virus or something. I'm not sure because it was for COVID that they ended up cutting it because they couldn't film everything they needed to. I think it was more to do with the, the flag smashers, to be honest. Because I found them to be like a really undercooked bad guy in the end. Yeah. Like there were, it was, there's a few Marvel villains that they've done where you kind of like, I kind of get the, the villain's point of view with this. Yeah. And this, they, they, they started off like that. They started off like that and kind of half assed it a little bit. And I don't know if that's because if you make them too sympathetic, then... Oh, the good guys, the good guys anymore. Yeah. But it just kind of held off a little bit bit on it. So, yeah, maybe they they did. They cut something like that. Maybe I'm getting my wires crossed. I know there was... No, I think the Madame Hydra thing was because she was supposed to appear in Black Widow, which was going to come out first. Is that right? Yeah. I I think I'd... Yeah, that does sound right, actually. Because I know a bit somewhere that... Somebody in this was supposed to be in, in Black Widow first, and now we're not sure if you necessarily will have a scenes cut from Black Widow. Mm. I don't know. We'll Which I don't, I don't imagine it will do because I'm fairly certain that's locked and ready to yeah. go. I don't see what difference it what difference it is like. So what if I've seen it for two scenes? I just show me more of her. And... Yeah, I'm not. I think maybe she'll be building up to be something big, more. Sort of... Yeah. I think they they kind of go into us like a they, they they mention the raft like four times. Yeah, there's I feel like there's, there's some sort of thunderbolts or dark Avengers type dark thing. Avengers thing come in. Uh, I mean, I can see that because you've automatically got your evil parallel to to Captain America there, haven't you? Yeah. Um, in in John Walker, <laughs> John Walker in that scene right at the end where he's like, "Oh, you're not." Not much of a Captain America anymore. You're more of a long dramatic pause. I was like, don't say it. Don't <laughs> just don't say it. You don't have to say it, US agent. Oh, they said it. Well, I'm USA okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah, I mean I although they they turned him a little bit, so he'd have to be pretty well manipulated to be a bad guy because he, he had his good he had his good turn at the end. Yeah, which was sort so of like, came out of nowhere because at one point he was like disgraced and on the run. Everybody was kind of after him still a little bit and he went off to make his own shield and then all of a sudden he turned up and he was a good guy again and everything's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, he just lost his head a bit, didn't he, though? <laughs> I mean, I've lost like, my head a bit before now. I've never smashed so much faces. <laughs> you never had a shield to do it with. If only I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought he was good in it. I like it. I quite like him in general. Uh, I really like him in in black that Black Mirror episode he was in, and mm. I thought he was good in Overlord as well. Still not seen Overlord. It's on yeah. Netflix. Say it every time. Uh, Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, bloody everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, it's kids of Hollywood in bloody, Hollywood. Bloody Hollywood. Secret, secret to success. Yeah, have rich parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roll to you. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I was really excited for it. 
a bit underwhelmed for the most part. I liked there was a not well quite on the nose, but rightly so message around you know racism and you know, and I think it did that quite well. It was on the nose though, wasn't it? It was very on the nose. Props for props for in, including it, I guess. I'm I'm all for a Falcon America though. Yes, yeah. I mean, and that suit looks fucking ace. Did it? I think I know a lot. Yeah, of people... I think it did. Like because it's. I think okay, maybe I'm blinded because it just looks so much like the comic version. It looked a little bit like you know, like movie suits can do sometimes when they're not CGI'd. Yeah, and they, they got the cuts too, and they're a bit like the padding's all a bit weird and stuff. But I think it looked cool. The mask looks cool. I agree. Um... <laughs> I agree that it's very comic accurate, and I think up to you know shoulder level, I thought it looked pretty good. Mm. Above that, it's very white, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh! Wait, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to remember which side I'm on. Say a bad thing. I know, just like it, just like felt like there was a lot on his face of like white material and stuff, and his there were old holes for his ears. And I'd never been aware of somebody's ears more in my entire life. <laughs> and also, it seems probably a bad idea when you're flying that fast. Yeah, and, and the goggles seem to just sit slightly too high on him. Like he was always peering at the bottom, like they were a pair of very focals or something. God, you're making me doubt myself now. Did I? No, I, I thought, I'm not I'm not even checking it because you're making me worry and nitpick, and I liked it. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Thanks, mate. Um, but yeah, like... There was, there was very on the nose, but timely as well. I think. When was this filmed? I would have. So it would have been like right. Uh, it was most of it was right before the pandemic, and then there was some stuff just after, like during, I guess, because we're so, not really after now, are we? Is it because is it life imitates art, or art imitates life? Because this is before B- the BLM movement, then. Yes, yeah, and it's kind of it just it just I don't know stuff's been re-edited, but I mean not not before it because that's been going on for like eight or nine years now at this point. But before it since, since George Floyd, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, all power for that. I'm 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 excited about that. And I liked it, the Isaiah Bradley character and fuck the government. They 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 fuck me right over. Yeah, I really like that bit, and then I'd never really I, I was never really convinced by the whole flip that he does where like Isaiah Bradley says to him no black man should ever wear that shield or whatever mm. and then sort of Falcon goes yeah I'm going to do it anyway they sort of, I never really thought I, I don't really know what was going on there um, I will say that one of my best one of my favourite bits in it is uh, is where he's walking to his house over the first I think it's in the second episode and a kid comes up to him and he's like, oh, my God, you're Black Falcon. He's like, no, it's, it's just Falcon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, it's Black Falcon. He's like, why? Because I'm black. Do they call you Black Kid? <laughs> yeah, I like that bit too. I thought that bit was ace. Yeah. And then, like, the police come. It's not funny because it happens. But they're like, yo, what are you doing around here, mate? And he's like, I'm just, just walking. And they're like, yeah. It's like, yeah, Bucky's like, you know who he is, right? Like, this is. This is the Falcon. This is I mean, Black I Falcon. imagine that's one of the things that could genuinely happen. Not, not obviously not a superhero, but like to a famous person, maybe. 
Yeah, it probably has. Yeah, just they have probably were harassed because they were black, and then they the police backed off because they were famous or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, so I think it was it was good to put this stuff into something that's going to be so popular and so widely received. And yeah, it's good I think to that's have, fair. It's good to have this, you know, representation. But aside from that, there isn't a lot. Aside from that, the series just wasn't that great, was it? Yeah. It is what the it is. Were, the fights were fine. At the end of the day, it's not the first like subpar bit that Marvel have given us. It's just usually no. we're just over it in two hours and you just go, oh, well, I'll, I'll probably just skip that when I come to rewatching them again or something. Whereas yeah. this took, I don't know, five hours or whatever it was of our lives. So, And do you know what else? It, it, okay, we got a new, kind of a new character out of it in... Falcon America, but it didn't move the story along that much. You know, the over, overall Marvel story. And I'm all for like little little bits. It's funny because but... I guess by the end of it, you, you kind of go in, oh, well, like Captain America uh, or Falcon America, as you like to call him, which is quite good, by the way. And just, just made it up. And Bucky, are like more friends now. Yeah, I like that. But I'll be honest, if you'd have asked me before this series came out and it made abundantly clear in the first couple of episodes that they weren't friends, I might have thought that anyway. Yeah. Like if you'd have one just... scene where it's like when he moves chairs, like, no. Yeah. But okay. like after that, they do. Yeah, I don't know. You'd obviously spent some time together. Yeah. If they did, if you'd have just shown up in the next Marvel film and like, these two are mates now, I'd be like, all right, I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. And he's Captain America now. Yeah. Sound. I, I don't know. But like one division, like right, maybe not hugely, but there was further steps in like people's characters. Like Wanda's got, I don't know, I don't know where. Oh, I don't think one division was a hundred percent success after our episode, but I think it was a lot more successful than this. Yeah, I prefer. I much preferred it. Yeah, I think up until like the last one and a half episodes, it was pretty pretty on the book. Yeah, I, I, one of the things I did wonder a little bit with one division is how well it would hold up if we weren't watching it week to week. Yeah, I think we mentioned this last time. And in the episode, I, yeah. I'd, I'd this, done it. This didn't really suffer from that, I don't think. There's no. not a lot of, oh, what's going to happen next coming into it. No, 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 no. So there's that at least, I guess. I didn't really like Carly Morgan. No, me neither. She's not like a... That actress is... I'm sure she's really good, probably another stuff, but... The only other thing I've seen her in was Solo. Solo, yeah, and she was the set, effectively the same in that. Like, same, literally yeah. probably the same type of character as well. Kind of, yeah. I'm just like, oh, well, I don't really believe you in this role. I think that was probably one of the bigger downsides with it, was that the, the bad guys just weren't that interesting. Yeah. They had an interesting premise, but there was her and a bunch of other guys who had no names and it didn't really matter. To the point where, you know, yeah. They had to introduce multiple other villains to kind of keep you yeah, interested yeah, yeah. to a degree. So I like seeing Batrock again, though maybe yeah. never again. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I don't know whether we had this conversation on air or whether we just had it in private relatively recently. That it makes me sad when Marvel like villains get killed off because a big thing in Marvel comics is all right. Well, six months time, it might be them again. Doctor Doom's back, or whatever. Yeah. And it's hard to do that when you have Killmonger in one film and then he's dead. I mean, you know, so it's nice to see these recurring characters. I suppose the series can do because if it's a film, you don't, you probably don't necessarily want to see 
the same bad guy that often. Um, I mean, so I will cool. say that it is still comic books and Loki's dead. Yeah. And he's got his own series coming up. and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Black Widow died and she's got a film coming up. And Gamora's back with the Guardians of the Galaxy after she died. So, And she's got a film coming up. Nobody ever, stays, nobody ever stays dead, do they? No, that's true. Um, Especially not now time travel's a thing. Oh, God. So, yeah. Do we just not like anything? Are we just, are we just 30 years old and just hate everything? There's a chance. Yeah. I do hate most things. Hmm. Life in particular. <laughs> that's a that. that's a good end. That's a good note to end it on. Yeah. See you next time, everyone. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> so go on then, Liam. Where can people find us? Uh, uh do we do we score our movie, our film adjacent stuff? Uh it's a three. Yeah, it's a three. I don't know if we do, but three sounds about right. Yeah, it's a three. Um, people can find us at LTAN pod on Twitter. They can email us at let's talk about nothing pod at gmail.com. Or you can even find us on YouTube now at let's talk about nothing. You might even find a snippet from this episode on there. Maybe depends how busy I get. <laughs> yeah. Can be. yeah. It might just be, it might just be me and Aaron dancing to the Mortal Kombat theme tune right at the start. Maybe at the end as well. Maybe I'll jump the two together. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, so that's everything from us. And as we say at the end of every episode, I feel like I need to change this, but it's cut. <laughs>